When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We'll all go local sounds like something you'd say in rural Ireland. Oh, she's gone local. From Headstuff Studios, welcome to Mother Folklore, a podcast about words, Irish Irish words and words from Ireland. Dara O'Shea is away this week, uh, which was probably a mistake on his part because he let me and Garadine do an episode and it's a sweary one. So we just want to warn you in advance, this very academic, very highbrow episode contains an awful lot of rude words and maybe shouldn't be consumed by anyone of a sensitive disposition or anyone who's got children in the room or in the car. So... You know, bear with us. We'll be back with a lot less swears next week. But if you don't mind that sort of language, stay tuned, because this is an interesting one. Yes, released from our censorious podcast, Father, unbound by the shackles of good taste. It's <laughs> Pader Kovanig and Garadine McAvoy here, uh, unfettered and uncensored. And you can call this one Mother Folklore After Dark. Derek <laughs> has foolishly taken a week off to let us get to get to the nub of some of the feedback we tend to get in the mailbag on occasion and Garadine you'll be familiar with this because it's normally aimed at you um, yep <laughs> we sometimes get emails feedback from loyal listeners who are they, they're not really happy with the, the some of the words that we choose to use yep <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have issue, which, listen, all f- we appreciate people taking the time to like, uh, and I genuinely mean that I'm not being facetious or sarcastic there. We do appreciate that people taking the time to like t- tell us their feedback and like give us positive feedback, negative feedback, criticisms, you know, constructive criticisms. It's all good. We, we like hearing from you. Um, and one of the, I, I guess it's probably the most consistent feedback we get, like overall, is related to... Um, our use, and I mean, when I say our use, I mean almost exclusively Pather and myself, that's who it's directed at, uh, our use of swear words. Uh, because not only do we like pepper them throughout our speech, I think both of us tend to use them for punctuation. Um, uh, and that appears to be a problem for some people, which yeah. I understand on a, on a certain level. I, I twigged it. Do you remember last year we did, you and I, we did a podcast about disfluencies in language. And yeah. that's when you... It's you just know, you and I swearing for 40 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> but no, when, 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 like, as a disfluency for anybody who hasn't heard the episode, in English, it's it's like, um, uh, um, uh, that sort of I- interjection. Whereas in Irish, we've codified them and we have words and you can say Yera or Moisha or Ar. Um, but apparently for Garadine and I, it's just fuck. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> ah, Jesus, Jesus, yeah, fucking Christ, uh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and people tend not to like that. Um, <laughs> which which is, I, you know, not every, apparently not everybody does that. So um, I know when I lived in America, I was confronted with my own um, sailor swearing ability. When we had... Um, the uh, there oh my god I've completely forgotten her name Brianna Parkinson um oh, who Brianna was on Parkins. the show yeah Brianna Parkinson yeah, yeah 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 Parkinson yeah uh, who is from Australia and we talked a lot about swearing there because it's a national pastime in Australia and yeah that got very sweary very quickly um, because it was those two and an Australian in the room yeah so, my god yeah. I swear to God our use of the c word was just it was nothing short <laughs> of an art form. 
<laughs> I loved it. Um, and in that vein, you know, what, instead of sort of like critiquing or swearing at the criticism we get, um, we decided to tackle it kind of head on and bring you a, a sweary episode today, bring you um, a, an episode about swearing. Um, as Pather said at the outset, dad's not here. So everyone's swearing. And on that, uh, we are delighted to introduce our special guest today, who some of you may know, because I know some of our listeners to the show recommended her podcast to me, and that's how I became a fan. Um, And we're delighted to introduce all the way from Tucson, Arizona, I believe, uh, Dr. Megan Figueroa from the Vocal Fries podcast. Hey there. Hi, Megan. I am so excited to be here. Um, normally, I get kind of nervous doing uh, interviews or podcast interviews, and I was just stoked because I was like, we're going to cuss the entire time. Like, that, this is going to be so much fun. It's, it's you know, nothing to be nervous about because I get to cuss all I want. Though, you know, on our podcast, uh, The Vocal Fries, we cuss all we want as well. Um, if you don't know, our, our podcast is about um, linguistic discrimination and the way that we can discriminate based on how people talk, etc. And this is a very good example. Of course, swearing is a very good example. Um, of this. And our our tagline is, do not be an asshole. So we come right out the gate cussing, uh, swearing, <laughs> yes, with the profane. To, to, <laughs> yeah, to, to be fair, Megan, that, that is a very mild cuss word. Like, that's, that's like a oh, gateway swear. Absolutely. No, I know. Um, <laughs> I agree. And it's funny, we should talk about this too, though, because I feel like the, you know, whether or not a swear is more powerful or not depends on where you are. So we're, you know, I mean, you're both from right. Ireland, right? But Garrett, you're in Finland right now. I don't know if, you know, there, I'm sure there are some different swears there that I'd be like, that doesn't sound like a swear, you know? Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so asshole seems so mild, so mild. But we still have some people that will um, not say it. They'll they'll censor themselves when they say it. And it's funny because when we first started the podcast, like three and a half years ago now, um, my co-host Carrie was putting it on Apple Podcasts, and she actually wrote like "Don't be an asshole" in the description, and Apple Podcasts kicked us off because you can't use the word <laughs> asshole in the description. Yeah. <laughs> So, so we had to like re, like resubmit our podcast. Like the first thing that ever happened to our podcast was being kicked off Apple Podcasts. So that's so metal, though. Yeah, that's so cool. You should lead with that every time. Yes, <laughs> yes. So now it's a. I think in some places we say um, like don't be a jerk, or we talk about how not to be a jerk about language. And jerk is just like so. That's not even mild. It doesn't even make it. You know, like there's no temperature. <laughs> on that it's just it's nothingness it's a, i was about to, i was about to say it's a it's a stone cold uh, but it's not yeah. because like stone cold is another extreme it's really right. it's, a, it's a tep it's a tepid fucking word jerk it, it's Tap a tepid water. fucking word Absolutely. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly so it's like uh, okay well i mean i guess the the message is the same but not like i think the thing about swearing is that it it changes your message a bit. Like I use my like swear words for a reason and I, you know, want them to to be heard. <laughs> There's a reason why I use it and it changes my message, my tone. Um, so jerk yeah. versus asshole, uh, I guess I'll put up with it, but it, they're two different things to me. Yeah, I think one of the things that you're, you're saying about like you, you use swear words with intent is that like, sometimes it just sort of comes out and I don't think about it. But like very often I find that if I'm making, I mean, Heather and I tend to get animated sometimes about like Irish and sure. the status of the Irish language yeah, on this absolutely. podcast. And we vent about it and I tend to get like irritated about things and then I'll start swearing. And I feel like for some people that undermines my point to them. And that's really frustrating yeah. because I care a lot about this. I'm showing you I care about it and I'm swearing. Right. I, like I, it just upsets me that suddenly that we're completely going to disregard what she says, mm-hmm. regardless of the, the, the narrative. Because the other side of that is if I'm saying like some crazy white supremacist nonsense, but I'm not swearing, you going to listen to me? Right, or are you exactly. just going to disregard what I said because I'm swearing? Right. Well, it, so y- you both get complaints about your swearing, but Garrett, you get more, right? I'm guessing. 
I mean, I feel like I get more. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if I, I do. What? I don't. I don't think it's ever personalized. Uh, and I oh, understand okay. exactly where. You, no, I don't. I understand exactly where you're coming from, Megan, because there right. is this sort of this expectation that ladies should be ladylike exactly. and boys are allowed to to cuss a little exactly. bit. Exactly. But. But no, the whole podcast gets it. This is what makes really? poor pod dad, mm. Darok. Yeah, it's why don't you guys clean up your act? Why don't you guys tidy up your language a bit? Yeah. I, I okay. don't like the swearing. So it's well, never been it's personalized, which is great because yeah, we're getting away with fucking murder <laughs> as a result. <laughs> Like, I do think that uh, this is directed at our producer. I, yeah. I remember listening to an episode very early on and he would initially bleep us and he's kind of given up on that now, which <laughs> I appreciate. I think, he gave, <laughs> I think he gave up halfway through an episode. Poor Brian, yeah, exactly. our long-suffering producer. I remember listening to an episode and, and Garrodine and I were both on it and I was swearing, Garrodine was swearing. And there were maybe three, four bleeps. And then at some stage, Brian just went, oh, fuck it. I'm just, I'm not arsed. <laughs> Yeah, but I remember listening to one once and I remember I was getting bleeped and you weren't getting bleeped as much. You were getting bleeped, but I was like, he's let a few swear words slip and he hasn't let mine. And I was like, maybe he's just not hearing it because it's a man because Ooh. Brian is a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it's, yeah, that's so funny. That reminds me of so many studies that say, like, if a woman is talking in the boardroom, men or even other women um, will think that um, she's taken up more time than she has. So it's kind of like, uh. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, sometimes people don't hear swear words when men say them. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it seems it's, it's what you were saying. It does seem a little bit shocking when it comes because I, I experienced that a lot when I lived in the States that um, I lived in uh, you know, a rural part of America. I lived in Missoula and mm-hmm. people weren't that sweary. And I kind of came huh, along yeah. and I was this like little Irish person. And I guess there was maybe stereotypes about an Irish person. And then I was like, fuck shit, bastard. And they were like, oh, <laughs> so it was a little shocking. Whereas my like six foot one Irish friend who was swearing, it wasn't as shocking coming from that guy. But for me, it seemed to be a little shocking. So I do think there may be that aspect to it. But I, again, as Pather said, it's everybody. Well, it's not everybody. It's me and Pather. Right. That's why we're here. This is an intervention. <laughs> Megan, please, intervention. please give us permission to swear. Yeah, no, I was going to say, this is not an intervention. This is like the opposite of an intervention where you give yeah. the, the person permission to keep doing the behavior. <laughs> Which... <laughs> <laughs> we tried to organize an intervention, but basically uh, Megan is showing... We an enabler. Yeah, we, we, we hired an enabler to yeah. come here to, yes. to swear. Yeah, we, we, we've organized an intervention and Megan has showed up with a six pack of cans. Like it's Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I hear you guys reached step four. Yeah, cheers. Well, I mean, yeah, every single one of our episodes has an E for explicit on it. So um, yeah, do, you, do you all have to, did it go from not having the E to now there's no, like the bleeping sound happening? I have no so, idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, was a, there was a time when Derek would occasionally record a warning before each episode to say oh, there, yeah. may, there may be some swears in this one right. too. Now just, no, it's like, fuck it. Yeah, there's and a lot And then of- all the week we're just weeded out. So <laughs> <laughs> listeners who couldn't hack it. Wait, is there a stereotype of Irish people that y'all are like huge swearers? Is that a thing? I think so. Is, is it? That okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Maybe I mean. the, the, the Boston Irish, I feel like those okay. people swear a lot, right? Uh, yeah, I can see that. Uh, do we uh, do we get attached to that? I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't know. I think Roddy Doyle has done a lot to, con- like, I've, like three very successful Irish films. Um, the mm. Commitments, The Snapper and The Van, I think at various stages had records before Quentin Tarantino bothered uh, making movies. Uh, they had records for like the most swear words, most F words per minute, yeah, most so F words per movie. Yes. Um, I think Tommy Tiernan, the comedian, has a skit about it being uh, pushed back against because the English language was forced on us. So we use fuck as a, um, oh. a mechanism to break it down. Um, I don't know how true that is. It's probably not. But I like it. So I'm going to keep swearing. But Megan, yes. tell us a little bit about swear words, if you could, about like the usage of them, because um, yeah, this is. Yeah, you guys, you guys swear and you're a linguist. Talk to us about it. Yeah, well, um, so. One of my favorite things about swearing is that there are studies that actually or that actually investigate how swearing helps with pain tolerance. Um, so I, I don't this is I don't know why this is what I come out the gate with with the pain tolerance thing, but <laughs> just to show like the practicality of swearing, um, there is this this researcher, Dr. Richard Stevens, who's in the UK, who is to say this man loves swearing is understatement, but he has done so <laughs> much research. And I think it was 2009, which is the the study that really his study that showed that um, 
that swearing has like a hypoallergenic effect. It actually lessens pain um, perception. It raises your pain tolerance and raises pain threshold. So when you start feeling the pain and how long you can tolerate pain is longer if you're repeating a swear word versus repeating a neutral word or a made-up swear, which is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's mad. Swearing is good for your health, guys. Yes. You heard it here first. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so that's that's why when you when you hit your thumb with a hammer, you don't say, "Oh, chopsticks." Right. No. Exactly. You Jesus. Okay. All right. You said that, Peter. I have to read this this line. Okay, from his article that I thought was the most hilarious thing. So, okay, cathartic swearing may occur in painful situations. For example, giving birth or hitting one's thumb with a hammer. And I was. Yes, the two, the two, the two most painful things that could happen. Those two situations are exactly yes. equivalent. Yes, of course. I have experienced the pain of childhood through being shit at repairing things. Oh, that's brilliant! Oh my god, that's, I love that. It's but so I, funny. I, I will swear, like if I if I hurt myself or if I mess something oh, yeah. up, I'll give it a yeah my sewing machine gets a lot of it all the time I constantly swear at it and my boyfriend who's not Irish is always like what's that what's wrong what's happening and I'm like nothing the fucking thing is fucking broken fuck, fuck, fuck. yeah exactly and he's like all right <laughs> exactly no and it's a really emotional language too right so it you know it you know there's theories I mean people are still studying why it would have this like pain, pain lessening effect um maybe the idea that it kind of um or it starts the fight or flight um, in us. And so, like, I yeah. don't, you know, like, there's, you know, we don't really know why, but it's something is happening where it does, you know, lessen um, pain. And also, okay, so another um, thing that's really cool about swearing is that um, it's kind of like this in-group thing. Like, it's kind of community or friend building because there's this idea like theory of mind so if you're around people that you feel comfortable enough with that you know well enough that you think that they will be okay with your swearing and you swear that's kind of knowing what the other person's thinking and wanting to be closer to them in some way so it can build intimacy like that's really cool too um so like oh well, yeah that yeah. is true yeah because yeah. there's definitely like i definitely swear in certain ways, in certain groups, like mm-hmm. I have a group of friends who I will call bitch all day. And like, I'm yeah. not going to do that to like the woman who works in the little down the road. No. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to say, thanks, bitch. You know, that's <laughs> right. Um, right. You know. Is exactly. That, wait, are we getting, are we getting to grips with why you had to leave Ireland and go to Finland? Finally? <laughs> I just kept swearing at people. They chased me out. <laughs> I called, the, I called the woman in the pub a bastard. <laughs> 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 But that's really funny in terms of because you said at the outset like about the c word, which I I don't like saying. I, it's an, it's a swear word that I tend not to say mm-hmm. because to me it sounds very harsh. But if you're in Australia, that's a term of endearment very right. often, um, and you know that's an in group thing. Whereas um, mm-hmm. you know it it definitely wouldn't be. I'm not going to call my friend a cunt, you know. Yeah, <laughs> the, the U.S. is maybe, not oh, comfortable now, now either. I say that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe I have done that in the past, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now that it leaves my lips, maybe I have. But yeah, I think in the U.S., sorry, you were saying. No, US, yeah, no, not. we're not okay with it. Uh, cunt is very yeah. scary for a lot of people. I just stay away from it. And then, like, if people do use it, it feels, um, well, especially um, men, it feels very aggressive. So it feels even violent yeah. if men use cunt. Um, I, if, if another, um, if like anyone that's not male uses it, I don't find it aggressive in the U S. Um, but you know, like you said, in Australia, it's different. Um, and that, that just reminds me of, okay. So thinking about like similar word, like pussy, we're also very uncomfortable with it in the U (laughs) S because we're just like, I don't know. We are so prudish here. Um, but anything that has to deal with like genitalia, we're like, no, that's too taboo. That's, I want to stay away from it. Strangely enough, the C word, when it migrated over here, it it did so without the association with the female genitalia. Um, Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. like, I I definitely knew, you know, I was definitely saying cunt long Mm -hmm. before somebody told me that's a very gendered swear word and maybe you should stop. And I have, I have, like I'm I'm saying it uncomfortably for the purposes of this, of this podcast, but you're, you're, you're right about like Australia. Mm -hmm. I think what Brianna said was, and I don't know if this made it to the podcast, this may have left, been left on the cutting room floor, but like you call your mates cunts and your cunts mate. 
Like, <laughs> you yeah. say mate in an aggressive way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mate. All right, mate. <laughs> and that's that's way more aggressive than throwing her in the sea words. But yeah, in the US, it's like it's top tier swear. It's like the number one thing you can't. It's one of. It's is it is it even did it even make it into George Carlin's seven words you can't say on 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 television? I think it was even it was it even know. too rude for that. I don't know if it did. Yeah, I think it probably what was. What are the seven words you can't say on yeah, television? Yeah, let me I've see. Never heard of this. Oh, it is there. Cunt is there. Yeah, it is, is there. It? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so get the bleep. Get <laughs> <It's laughs> sh- Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Oh, there you Tits. Is it? <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna ask. Was hell there? Because I see people censor themselves in America with hell all the time, which to me is not a swear word. Oh, they're so. Um, we're so fake religious here. With heck. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like the whole blasphemy know. thing. People are like, and they won't say <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ, or well, not, they won't say that for sure, but they won't say Jesus Christ or God, like, in vain. Um, I think it's just like some holdover from being like oh. this very religious or pretending to be religious kind of thing. Um, You're missing out on the, uh, those people are missing out on the catharsis of uh, not so much Jesus, but Jesus. Like, that's very, I enjoy, that's probably my favorite one to say. Yeah. It's just a... Uh, yeah, and I, yeah. I think the way we the way we've changed that first syllable means you're very obviously not taking the Lord's name in vain because his name yeah, wasn't. That's amazing. Okay, name so Jesus, Jesus versus Jesus. Jesus, yeah, yeah, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. So, so it's for, like instead of yeah, Jesus. Instead of saying fuck, we'd say feck. Yeah. So to sort of soften it, like feck okay. and mean Jesus, you know. And then Jesus softens the Jesus a little bit. Yeah. Like if it's serious business, I'm saying Jesus. But if yeah. it's ah uh, Jesus, you know, there's a difference. <laughs> So serious business, do you mean giving birth or hitting one's thumb with a hammer? The, oh, the two listen, serious if you businesses. Hit, <laughs> if, you, if you hit your thumb with a hammer, you're entitled to a full-on, Jesus Christ! Yeah, exactly. But, if you, say if, but say if you if you spilt some of your dinner down your shirt, it's like, ah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that, that reminds me of another thing. So I never... I don't think I... I say Jesus Christ sometimes, but I really like Jesus fucking Christ. And it reminds oh, yeah. me of how yeah. fucking is so, so versatile because you can be like absolutely fucking lutely Like the way that, oh, you can put it in the middle of words. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I remember you guys talking about this on one of your podcast yeah. episodes and like how versatile fuck is. Oh, it's because so versatile. It's my, it's my favorite. Yeah. It can swap... Like you can swap it right into like absolutely fucking lutely mm-hmm. Um... Uh, motherfucking Christ, like yeah, exactly. Motherfucking, but um, uh, no, it's great. You know, Just... and I like, yeah, it's it's so versatile. And I think um, I was trying to, I was talking to my boyfriend about this yesterday, and I was like, you know, it really demonstrates uh, a higher level of un- intellect and an understanding <laughs> of how the English language works. <laughs> and he was like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> I, I think the fact that we in Ireland can successfully use fuck or its derivatives as a noun, adjective, adverb, mm-hmm. interjection, conjunction, like there was yeah. an example. Example, there was an example years ago was, um, um, she wanted me to go to the super fucking market but I'd be <laughs> fucked if I'm going to give a fucking fuck about that fucking fuck <laughs> and, and, and the, 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 the thing is that makes sense to me like inherently yeah, yeah. I know what yeah. each of those fucks refers to and oh, that's fantastic. It's like the, um, have you guys seen that episode of The Wire where, um, oh, yes. uh, Bunk and McNulty and yeah. Spunk, yeah. And they have that entire conversation by saying fuck. It's so yes. good. <laughs> yes. It's, it's one it of the is. best scenes ever recorded. It's amazing. It's... I can't remember now if we, I think we included it in our swearing episode for the vocal for us, uh, a clip of it, because yeah, it's just I so amazing. Um, yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> It's such a good word. Yeah, Brian, it... put that in. Put yeah, in, yeah, Brian. put a clip in. <laughs> Motherfucker. Fucking A. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Motherfucker. Fuck me. So, Megan, there's an important Mm -hmm. distinction to be made. And I suppose Mm -hmm. talking about the C word and and how things like blasphemy offend people, there's a distinct Mm -hmm. difference between 
profanity and a slur. Absolutely. And, and I was of, thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that line immutable or does it shift with culture? Does it shift with every person or can it be defined in intent? Oh, well, all of those things. And it, but it's important to remember that, you know, like intent versus impact. So like I, in the U S well, and anyone really that comes to the U S should never use the N word. Right. Uh, as a non-black person, I'm never going to say the N word. That's a slur. Um, but when it comes to something like bitch, um, some people might actually find that to be, you know, individually think that that's kind of like a slur. They don't want to use it. Right. Um, and some people are reclaiming it for their communities. So it gets really hairy um, very quickly. But there are just some words that are, you know, like when it when it comes to like these immutable things about people like the N word or, you know, I'm Mexican-American. There's words like spick and beaner that that are, you know, I can say them, but no one outside the community should say them because they're slurs um, about my community. Uh, th- those are the type of things that that I would never condone. But when it comes to fuck and, you know, like shit and all of that, you know, those are, they're not referring to people, right? They're not being derogatory toward people, toward toward things about people that can't be changed. So I think that's an important thing to remember. Yeah, I think that's a really good point you're making there because and you mentioned it about the development of words and reclaiming words because you see that with a queer, for example, being reclaimed right. by a queer community right. and uh, being celebrated. And you see that um, it, with other words as well. But I think right now we're, we're recording this before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's been, a, again, the discussion um, about this very famous song from an Irish uh, group uh, called Fairy Tale of New York, which contains a slur. Mm-hmm. Um And there's every year there's this like awful debate about whether or not you should be allowed to play it or sing it. And the the, the writer and singer of the song has effectively said, don't say it. Like when we wrote that, you know, it was a different time. We didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, And we now know more. It's it's about, it's a slur for the gay community, um, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, And with the development of it, they're Mm -hmm. like okay, we don't want you to play it or say it. So play the version that doesn't have it in it. But every year you have people being like, no, I get to say it, blah, blah, blah. Because it's a great song. You shouldn't change it. Well, you know better now. And the yeah, artist exactly. has literally said, I know better now. Things and there's another version. Stop. There's a version without it, right? So right, then why right. not just play that if, if you know, like not only the artist, but the community that the, the slur is, you know, referencing or, you know, says, I don't want you to say that. Yeah. This crops up every year because what you're essentially doing is taking away what lots of straight white men thought was their excuse to use the right. Xler. And like we're right, not allowed yeah. to say that anymore and you're taking right. away our only chance to say it because we get to right. scream it whenever this song is on. And you, just, oh you kind God. of try and explain you kind of try and explain to people, but it but it, it makes people upset because they hear yes. that word and it's not used in a Christmas song, it's used to demean them. And and, and like right. the, the, the song Fairy Tale in New York, the voice of the character that's singing is like mm-hmm. it's written so that the person that's saying this is the worst imaginable person. That's, you know, they're trying to make her out to be an awful, awful person. That's why that word was was chosen for its impact. And, you oh, know, wow. It's not about it's for a lot of people I know and a lot of uh, a lot of queer people that I've spoken to. It's not so much about the song itself and they're not really, you know, take or leave the song. It's not great to hear that word, but it's it's there right. and it's a piece of work and it's done. But it's it's the constant enjoyment of saying that word you're not allowed to say anymore it's such right. a taboo that to have this legitimized reason to say it was 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 causing it to be far more impactful than it should have been and is really upsetting a lot of people so i mean just yeah. don't fucking play it just yeah I, I think i think on that it's important to say that like no one's there's no such thing as a language police i love when people are like oh they're telling you what right. you can and can't say yes. yeah we are but like you're, no one's going to come and arrest you for saying the word, but I reserve the right to call you a dickhead if you do say oh, it, yeah, you know? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we reserve the right to get mad at you for saying it and call you out and maybe even lose your job mm-hmm. if you are in a position where you're doing that or calling out or, you know, using slurs against a, a minority group of people. You mm-hmm. have to see how that makes you a dick, you know? Right. Yeah, no, or, you know, the whole don't be an asshole thing. It's true. And this conversation yeah. is constantly happening in the US about the N-word and because it's in a lot of songs, a lot of rap songs. Um, mm. But the people that are using it in the rap songs are, they can do whatever they want with the word. But the people that are singing or rapping along um, that are not black, 
you know, they there are people that are like, why can't I say it if they do? I'm like, <laughs> you're not of that community. Um, you know, don't do it. And and still people will do it. And you're right that it's kind of like, I don't know, saying the forbidden word somehow feels good or something like that. There's a big difference between saying fuck versus saying a slur. Um, saying fuck is not, you're not harming any one community by saying that but if you use a slur you are it's a big difference yeah and i think the impact is is doubled then when that particular community is an inherently minoritized community when you're punching down on a community like that's even worse in that scenario like you're already kicking someone who's down with your usage of a slur and as much as as much as um you know uh rich white people have tried to make it happen um, mm-hmm. There are there are no slurs that punch up. Crack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People have really tried to say like, oh my god, cracker is a is a slur about white people. Yeah. I I don't know what what is in Ireland. Are there any like white specific words that people are like? I mean, I'm offended. West Brits. <laughs> Oh, Calling yeah. someone a West Brit, that's that, that discourse. So that yeah, was the discourse. The that's painful. That's <laughs> yeah. absolutely painful. Like the, yeah. ter- the term West Brit was invented about 100 years West ago Brit. to try and describe someone who lives their life more in the British fashion than in the Irish fashion. Now, at the time, oh. at the, time the huh. British were in charge. So it was somebody who was pro-establishment and, and liked British things and not Irish things. So they were called a West Brit. And then over the years, that became actually, it became quite... Uh, quite an endearing uh, insult for someone. I was called a, <laughs> yeah. I was called a West Brit for favoring games like cricket and rugby instead of our native games. And there's no wait. What's your you, native game? You were, oh, girl. Oh, <laughs> listen. Let me talk to you about hurling. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, we play. A, we we play. We play a game called Gaelic football, which is kind of like a cross between rugby and soccer. And we play a game called hurling, which is kind of like a game between field hockey and murder. Yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of swearing, right? A lot of swearing on the field. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Jesus. Oh yes, absolutely. You know how in in some sports, I don't know if it's the case in American football, but I know in rugby, like the referee has a, a mic, so you can hear what's going on on the pitch. Like for for censorship reasons, before the watershed on Irish television, you you could not have microphones on the pitch because of the swearing happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, is pitch the same as field? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just wondering. I never knew that was a difference one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah, it's a very. They're both very sweary games. Like they're very, very yeah. sweary. Like soccer is a sweary game, and uh, rugby isn't because you have to be polite to the referee. You have to call the referee sir, and it's a little yeah. bit. Yeah, Jesus. it's a little bit sweary between the players, but not really. Wait, so you can't say sir? Fuck you. <laughs> that would not no, be you okay. can't. No, you, you can't say. <laughs> Fuck you, sir. That that's a red card. You're straight <laughs> off the field for that. But um, but oh my god, like I mean, hurling and, and Gaelic football, they're they're very very sweary. They're very and sweary. even the the spectatorship of it is very sweary as well. Oh, I, I, that I, I would never me. watch a game and not swear constantly when I'm watching it. Okay, it's Jibs here from Pints of Malt. So our podcast is basically group of Irish Nigerian lads who tell their stories growing up in Ireland as well as Nigeria and we share our experiences with all of y'all we also add a bit of comedy as well you know to get y'all laughing get y'all through the week in these tough times that we are in so y'all sit back and just you know enjoy the show as Jib said we're the Pints of Mop podcast you can find us on all streaming platforms including the Headstuff Network Father, you were called a West Brit for, oh, yeah. for liking cricket. Yeah, and it was just it was just affectionate. Like it was it was before I started playing baseball. It was very much about the British sports that, that I was playing. And look, they're just they're just the games I like playing. So I didn't mind. I didn't take it back. You know, I didn't take it too too badly. Uh, it's very affectionate. I found. But now um, the discourse has gone totally toxic. And apparently, calling someone a West Brit is a slur because they don't. It's not a slur. It's just. It's not though. <laughs> It's an insult. <laughs> it's like calling yeah, someone. It's an insult. It's, sure. Yeah. There's a big difference. Insult versus slur. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and I find very often the, the the people who get most upset about the West Brit slur 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 discourse. The people who get most upset about the West Brit insult slash slur discourse are the people who maybe exhibit 
Westbrook behavior. You're right. The most. <laughs> right. They're, they're feeling a little bit insecure uh, because, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it, you know, the insult versus slur thing is really important because we, I actually had oh, this troll on Twitter was, I, um, he was trying to argue that asshole could be a slur depending on how someone took it. And I was like, no, <laughs> that's, that's not <laughs> that. No. <laughs> I mean, I will give you that. I'll give you that on the C word. Absolutely. If that impacts you in a way that right, makes you feel right. victimized and vulnerable, I will apologize. Yes. But there is no scenario under the sun no. where asshole or arsehole is a no. slur. No. Literally everyone has an arsehole. Exactly. Like, so I don't it's know like, how it could be a slur. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, I don't know if he was like, you know, these people who you don't know are sincere or if they're just trying to be fucking assholes um but it's like oh yeah you know we were very like we weren't um like don't be a jerk we don't say like even with like don't be a dick we're like we can't get in trouble don't be an asshole right like there's no way people can like (laughs) do anything with this um and yet someone tried real hard (laughs) to make it seem like there was a problem with that Oh, so, they'll, they'll get oh, a, they'll get a, they'll get offended at everything. You can't say anything anymore. Sure, you can't even you can't even say the words we used to sing in Christmas songs thirty years ago. <laughs> ah, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> What's that meme of that? Um, it's from the Robin Hood cartoon where it's it's like a spare oppression anybody. People who are trying yes, to argue yes, that uh, yes. that uh, <laughs> asshole is a slur is like, give me some oppression, please. <laughs> right, right. There's, there's, trying to make me interesting. <laughs> there's there's two sort of things at play in 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 this idea of like you know people complaining about not being able to say something and then simultaneously looking for the offense in what people say to them it's that that they're craving that oppression that status that they would they think they would get because being a minority is it's it's not great in every respect you know you're pretty ill-treated and there aren't a lot of you that's Mm -hmm. why it's called a minority but you know Mm -hmm. it's it's that sort of status that they see that they want and then also and this should never be underestimated um, the in the entire history of humanity, white people have not responded well to the phrase "that's not for you." Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you, they, you know, we've never had to like interrogate your own privilege, um, or to question why you're allowed to be places, right? Because you're just allowed to be there. So right. then, to be told that that space isn't for you, I mean, it's it, yeah, it's. I, it's difficult, um, but it doesn't mean you respond by being an asshole, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just, you know, it, and it's true. It's swearing, too. I mean, like, I try to be really thoughtful. Like, you were talking at the top of the show. Um, but the vocal fries, too, we love getting feedback from people. And yeah. I always try to be really thoughtful about it. But we've had a couple instances. And I think we get less than you do because our whole show is about linguistic discrimination, right? So, like, people don't want to write in and tell us how to speak. Um, but when they do, boy, <laughs> it's real good. It's real juicy. Um, so, <laughs> it's, it's, oh. so I wanted to share with you one that we got. Oh, and yes. Yes, it, share it with the class. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, because it, it hits all, it's very American, and um, it, I don't know, <laughs> my, my co-host is Canadian, but lived in America for like 10 years, or for, in the U.S. for 10 years, so, um, but I get to say, you know, as an American, through and through, that America is terrible, <laughs> and this is such an American <laughs> thing. Okay, so, um, all right, I'm going to only read part of it. So this is from someone... <laughs> We'll call her Jay. Just to let you know, I spent 30 years in the United States Marine Corps, and I can outswear you. What the fuck did you just fucking say about me, you little bitch? I'll have you know I graduated top of my class in the Navy SEALs, and I've been involved in numerous secret raids on Al-Qaeda, and I have over 300 confirmed kills. When I'm out in the field, and when I was in Iraq in combat duty, every other word out of my mouth was vile. It was considered effective communication. But in civilized society, it has no place. Trust me, you're not cool, and your cash does not... is not increased with vulgar language in this vulgar platform, yet I'm forced to listen to it for a grade. Again, I kindly ask you to stop swearing. (laughs) Wow. Uh, If you could see my face. (laughs) 
let's see. Let's see, Gardine. Oh my God, Gardine, can you? We're gonna we're gonna try and give that one word reactions in 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 high in in Hiberno English swearing. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go with. Okay, you go. A big old. I'm gonna go with a big old Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I, okay, well, I was gonna. Um, I was gonna say Jesus, but I suppose I'll go with a. just a really long one yeah i know no it's this okay so you know like the whole like i can swear like a sailor thing i feel like there's this weird thing in the u.s where it's like i was in the military like the military is like your way to say i know how to cuss kind of thing like i can cuss because i was in the military um i don't know what it and i see one part says that um I'm greatly offended by the asshole fucking and other bad, whole, bad language you use. It is not necessary and it demeans your solid work. I mean, to quote, Please take this out of your repertoire. I to, like, quote, uh, to quote Archer, <laughs> phrasing. I'm really, I'm really offended by the what? The asshole? F- oh my God. Yes, <laughs> no, I know. Podcast. I know. I know that the asshole fucking. <laughs> no, it's, I'm like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I am obsessed with that. I want to change the topic of my PhD and write a dissertation about that small extract that you gave us. Every line is more shocking than the next. I'm obsessed. I'm finding it incredibly, incredibly difficult to believe that someone who is involved in the invasion and occupation of a foreign country. (laughs) Right. Yes. See? Finds a few words two women use on a podcast offensive. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. (laughs) No, see, this is so American, right? This is like, I'm like, oh, the privilege of being an American. You're you're right on. It's like, I can be in Iraq and just be this hostile, like, takeover of this country. And I can be in the Marine Corps for 30 years and I can cuss better than you can. But you better not cuss in this podcast um, because I listen to it. (laughs) <laughs> and this is a woman yeah. this is a, this is some, a woman yeah, telling two women there's some full metal jacket chick going on there like you know I've been in the shit I've got the thousand yeah, yard stare exactly. I looked I looked Charlie in the eye and I pulled the trigger but please stop swearing on the podcast it gives, yeah. god damn it god forbid you would swear it, it, right. it makes it right. makes my brain sad when you use the bad words please stop like, <laughs> well it, 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 it's so funny because it's like She's telling us you have great, great solid work in there. And I'm like, you must not actually be listening because why did you write us this email? If you yeah. got anything from our podcast, um, it, it, it just seems like the cognitive dissonance is is right. Yeah. <laughs> it's strong with this one, obviously. Yeah. Um, and it's at so least, funny. So- at least you know, Megan, she's not fucking listening to Motherfuckler for a class credit. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you can you can unload on her with both barrels here, like <laughs> give her give her the fucking full gun, Megan. <laughs> Call her bollocks. <laughs> wait, wait, is bollocks a bad word? Yes. Oh, listen, wasn't that used in the New York Times recently, or, or like the the New Yorker or something? They used bollocks, and everyone in Ireland lost their minds. Collectively. <laughs> right. Wait, bollocks. There are. There wait, wait, are, like, there are like how much? Is it like shit or is it like fuck? <laughs> it's like shit. It's like shit. Okay, um, so a little yeah, bit milder. If you dropped, okay. If you dropped something, like, or if you like, again, if, if I hit my thumb with a hammer, I might say bollocks. You bollocks. Know, so you know okay. the way you know the way you know the way bullshit is a rude word. Like you couldn't say bullshit on TV before the watershed. Sure. You can never say bullshit on network TV, but it means when someone is talking crap. In, in Ireland, when someone is talking crap, we say they're talking bollocks. Yeah. So okay. that's that's about where it is on the spectrum of swears. But I always find it so endearing and cute because you're such a young country. But that there are there are, <laughs> there are swear words that would be deeply offensive in in Britain or in Ireland um, that Americans think are, are quite twee and are cutesy little words to say. And and like the standout Funny. the standout Being offender. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the standout offender is wanker, which I've seen an awful lot of sort of oh aren't the British funny the way they talk wanker. It's like no that's a that's that's a that's a really strong insult for somebody. <laughs> oh, is it? What about yes. shite? Is shite a bad word? Shite is like like the feck and Jesus. So it's like yeah. a, okay. a less so shit, version of, shit, of shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if somebody's if somebody's talking shit, um, they're doing something that you really want them to stop. If somebody's talking shite, they're maybe just being mildly annoying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then bloody. Yeah. 
bloody hell is that uh that's oh. more british i yeah. guess i'd never oh, really okay. say that okay and it's it's really it's yeah. it's it's very mild it's like goddamn yeah yeah yeah. Okay. I would yeah. call an Irish person a West Brit for saying bloody. <laughs> I think it. And then you have West Brit. I think. I think it sounds wrong. It sounds wrong in most Irish accents. It really yeah, does. Yeah, I like, would think mm. actual blood. Like I would expect. Where's the blood? Who's bloody? You know. Yeah, oh. Yeah. Huh. Although, okay. although that said, yeah. in Dublin, in Dublin, we do tend to use the term bleeding. Yeah, that's bleeding. different though. Like instead of yeah. bloody, we say bleeding. But that's not a swear. But that's not a swear. He's bleeding ugly. No, it's not a swear. He's bleeding ugly, but okay. No, it's like it's like an intensifier. Um, so like okay. he's very ugly. Okay. He's bleeding ugly. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, because my my intensifier is just fucking. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. Fucking amazing. <laughs> it's like the only intensifier I have. <laughs> um, I'm still obsessed with that lady who wrote that letter, and I'm particularly oh. I can't stop thinking about it. Um, about no, I know. Line, like it doesn't make you seem cool. I think that's one of the ones we've gotten before. Like that it was something yeah. along yes. the lines of like, it, you're not cool if you're swearing. And first yeah. of all, yes, I am. Yeah. Fuck yes. you. <laughs> Second yeah. of all, that's not why I'm swearing. <laughs> right. No, I wanted to point that out because actually, Geraldine, when you asked me to be um, on for this, I said I have an email I need to share with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the you're not cool thing. I was just like, oh, that's what she thinks we're doing. I'm just like, no, no. I'm cool, and the words I use are cool because I'm cool. <laughs> I'm not, like, you, you know, using them because I think that they're going to make me cool. But yeah. it, it's just, just, like, a weird thing that, I don't know, I'm guessing that since she was in the military for 30 years that she's not the same generation I am, that, yeah. like, somehow, like, younger people think they're cool by cussing. I, I don't know what that is. Um it, you I know, think like, at one stage, it's because yeah. at one stage it was taboo. At one stage it was societally taboo. Sure, people were yeah, yeah. always, people were always cursing and swearing. There's no doubt about it. it like it goes back right. to graffiti on the walls of Vesuvius or the walls of yeah. um, Pompeii in ancient Rome. Like it, you know, people have always been swearing, but mm-hmm. because it was not, you couldn't hear it on the radio and you couldn't hear it on the television because right. we didn't have Netflix or HBO or any any premium yeah. subscri- where you're allowed to swear at nine o'clock in the fucking morning. Uh, and we did right. a podcast where you can say whatever the fuck you want at any time of the day. Right. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if somebody did swear, there was there was impact to it. And sometimes people right. would say it in, in the wrong situation in order to sound cool. But I mean, that hasn't happened since anyone who's alive now was in was before. Like anyone who's still with us was in their in their what thirties, I suppose, at the at the, at the latest. Mm-hmm. Like it, it hasn't happened in a long time that swearing has made right. someone cool. And another one that we get well, yeah. all the time is is it's not big and it's not clever. I was like, yeah, but there is nothing oh. in the world that's going to make me sound big or clever. So fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> what well, what does it mean by being big? That that seems different to me than it's like, it's like uh, being, in the US. Being, being gracious, like uh, you, big shot, like magnanimous. you're like real. Yeah. Okay, big. magnanimous. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and it does. Of yeah. course, it, of course, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> Right, because everyone does it, mostly. I think that depends, though, on the accent. If you've got a Northern Irish accent and you say a swear word, it does make you big. (laughs) And I'm going to back the fuck away from that, (laughs) let me tell you. (laughs) So I think it depends. But that's that's like a swear word as an intensifier of the accent, because the accent itself is... is, uh, To some people, to some people's ears, the accent itself can be a wee bit... Aggressive. It's kind of like um, Italian American New Yorker. You know, hey, I'm walking here. You know, that's right, a, right, if right. it's got yeah. those. But I mean, hey, I'm fucking walking here. Oh, it's like, okay, interesting. Whoa, whoa, that's that's serious now. <laughs> no, absolutely. You like totally touch on something that's really interesting because depending on where someone's from, like like you said in the U.S., if you know the New Yorker, maybe with with fucking, it sounds like more aggressive, which is unfair, of course. But then if like someone in the South, which we're like you know have the stereotype that like you know Southern bells, like women that are just like mm. I don't know, like would never cuss. Like if they cuss, it's like in their in their Southern accent, it's like oh, oh, like cute or something. Like, you know, like some way to undermine it um, that it's not as scary or aggressive as if someone from New York or, you know, like these stereotypes that we have about just the accent too. Like, I don't, it just reminds me that language discrimination or our language perceptions are just so, they're everywhere. They're so like embedded in everything we think about. Even squares, right? So it's like the way that it can change depending on who says the same word is really remarkable. Um, yeah. 
the Irish comedian Dara O'Brien gave a great example of that in one of his stand-up routines years ago. He just said, the way we swear, you have to be tuned into the way the Irish swear to get the real meaning. Like, for example, if you're sitting around at a family dinner and your mother says, will you pass the fucking butter? She just wants the <laughs> butter. But if right. she says, will you, f- will you fucking pass the butter? She's angry at you. Yeah. Huh. That's really yeah, interesting. You just, you just uh, sent a chill down my spine there. Imagine my mom saying, fucking pass the butter. Ah. If, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> um, I want to get on to, to something, Megan, if we can. Uh, we, this is yeah, a podcast. Absolutely. This is a podcast not just about swear words, but also about the Irish language. And we have we yeah. have curses in the Irish language, but they tend in the main to be actual curses, as in as in I, I'm putting a curse upon you. The original that's so sense cool. Of the yeah, word. yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's where we get the word like you're cursing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for impact, we just tend to intersperse English sounding like we we've given them the sort of the Gaelic phonemes, but we we've interspersed huh. uh, yeah. English words into our language. So like we would use things like fuck and fucking Oscailga in Irish the whole time. So you might you yeah. might only pick out one or two words out of a sentence like oh fucking shopper. I went down to the fucking <laughs> shop like you know fucking shop yeah. But uh, and, and I remember when I lived in Austria, um, the woman in whose house I was I was living, she would intersperse her Austrian German with English language swear words as well because she just felt it was much more impactful. It felt like she was oh, really yeah. swearing if she said shit instead of scheiße when she dropped something. Yeah, it's, it's I hear them here too in Finland. <laughs> I hear the 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 sw- now Finnish have like the Finnish language has great has top tier swearing. Like every word in Finnish <laughs> sounds like a swear, so their swear words are mm, chef. <laughs> Kiss. Amazing. Like, the way to say I love you in Finnish is which sounds <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> um, so the swear words are great. They've got lots of R roles. It's fantastic. But I do hear people like interject like shit and fuck into their, their like English, uh, you know, Pather and I have a lot to say about it, but you, it's right. got great swears. It's got great swears. Stellar swears. It does. You know, I don't know. It's the the ones that come from old English, the ones that are very English, like the short, they're short. They get to the point. Um, yeah. A lot of the English, the words that are original, like in English, I mean, we're, you know, we've stolen so many words from different languages. Mm-hmm. But those short ones that are really from old English um, that we know that are, you know, like it's I don't know what it is, but um, actually my favorite word in, in English um, that's not a swear is um, smite, <laughs> which, oh, uh, it's a great yeah, because word. I, I love, okay, I'm obsessed with the past tense and the past tense is smote, which is I also was just fantastic. Say, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> the past participle is smitten. I mean, it's all beautiful. And that's like, that is a old English word. Like that's originally, you know, like that's an English um, tried and true like old school English word and I just love it and I think it's it, it's the same reason why I like words like fuck there's something about it <laughs> it's just yeah it's short but I think it's wonderful point. we we Pather and I have talked about onomatopoeia in in Irish before and I think Irish is a really onomatopoeic language that very often you can tell the content from uh, the meaning of a word just from the sound uh-huh. of it yeah um, but I think that's very true of swears because like you said like a lot of your key swear words in English are like four letters, sharp consonants, right. you know, quick yep. and dirty. You can use them in lots of contexts. Mm-hmm. I enjoy, they're great. You can tell immediately that's a swear word right there. <laughs> right. That's what that yeah. is. <laughs> right. It's, you know, the, the study that I mentioned, um, or one of the studies by this Richard Stevens guy, he did um, uh, if fake swears versus real uh, fuck or any swear, real swear, um, alleviated pain. And the fake swear word they made up in English was fouch. Um, And they like tested to see whether people actually thought it sounded like a swear. And I was kind of like, I guess the the f the f sound makes me think yeah. that okay it's going for a swear but it just remind like it it rhymes with couch and slouch like I didn't really feel like it was much of a swear word so I don't know like you know we have to always be careful with studies and be critical eye yeah. but I thought yeah. that, that was funny that that was the word that they used as a fake swear was fouch that that <laughs> nice. poor old Dr Fauci huh that, 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 your man I know maybe that's why now <laughs> <laughs> that that lenited final syllable fouch makes it seem very soft. Like it doesn't have right, the, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't have the punch of a shit or a fuck. Like it doesn't end right. with the last syllable. It kind of trails off. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's out of goods. You know what's interesting about fuck is that the F and the in the the last consonant, the K sound, they're both like voiceless. It's not like we're even they're not even voiced consonants. <gasps> yes. Oh man. Linguistic, eh? <laughs> yeah. So right? But still, I mean the <laughs> it's But still, it means that I'm you like, can't oh. you can't fuck around with the emphasis. Everybody exactly. in the world everybody in the world more or less has to say fuck in the same way. Yeah. Like, you know, okay, the, yeah. you can you can you can yeah. you can, yeah. you, can, you, can you can drag it out yeah. a little bit or or we have a stereotypical character in Ireland that um a satirical character called uh, Ross O'Carroll Kelly and he represents uh, a very wealthy part of Dublin um and he, mm. the writer it's it's very funny he writes in um uh, Paul Howard he writes in writes some words phonetically so he writes in the, the word, in the accent in of the accent of the, of the person yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. so so when our character Russell Carl Kelly when he says fuck it's written f o c k because in that accent it's uh-huh. fuck Oh my fucking god! Oh. I can't fucking believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you I hate almost... hearing you with that accent. <laughs> sorry, what Jenkins, accent sorry, is that? No, what accent is that? Kind of sounds Californian a little bit. You almost it's, got a little Californian. Kind of, well, yeah, now so, that you mentioned it, <laughs> it it's, that, that's called a, it's called the Dublin Four accent, named after an affluent okay. area. It's a postcode of an affluent area oh, in, in, in Dublin. Interesting. But it's absolutely mm-hmm. aping the mid-Atlantic accent that we would have heard on radio yeah. DJs in the 1980s. Oh, really? Someone, okay. Someone who's trying to sound halfway between Dublin and fucking Ventura Beach. Like, it's... They're, they're, <laughs> stand up with this sort of hybrid, everything sort of up in the nose, just like it would be in California, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, A little like that. It's, it's The um, nasally... <clears throat> Yeah. It's an acquired taste. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'd say the BFU West Brit's knocking around there as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm learning so much. Yeah, you're so welcome. We are an educational podcast. You heard it here, guys. We'll, 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 we'll take you on a tour. We'll take you on a tour. Next time you're you're available to yeah. come on the pod, we'll take you on a tour of Irish accents. But in the meantime, do you want to hear yes. some Irish curse words? Irish curses yes, going absolutely. Right back. I was hoping that y'all would, would tell me some. So, yeah, so say so, it slow for me so I can like, well, say it like you would and then say it slower so I can get like, I want to be able sure, to. Sure, Well, to, what we'll do yeah. is I'll, we'll send you on the, 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 the how, to, how to spell these because they're, they're going to be very, very yes. tricky to, to decipher. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a few, few of, a uh, few of my favorites. Ganyan and del Dramer the Knav the Roma Ipyuka Ul Ingordine Ifrin. Or translated, translated, may the devil make a ladder of your backbones to pick apples in the garden of hell. Fab. Love that. <gasps> yeah. That's, that's that severe. That is beautiful. <laughs> so, um, there's there's uh, one, one, of, one of the shorter ones what? you can throw at someone. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to say someone is really frustrating, you know, that you can, you can say, Tuck has gone in your earth, which is may you have an itch, but no nails. <laughs> oh, that's great though, isn't it? That's yes. Straight to the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'll, gi- I'll give you one of my all-time favorites. Ganeha uh, and Katu is Ganeha and Dowel and Kat. May the cat eat you and then may the devil eat the cat. <laughs> what? That's, that's amazing. amazing. That's huh? <laughs> But we don't. Yeah. We don't tend to use. We don't tend to use those in day to day. We just tend to throw in an L fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to swear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bodalon. That's. Bodalon. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's also um, Amadon, own shit. Amadon, own sheen. Yeah. Own sheen. If they're small. Yeah. There's lots of words for insulting someone's intelligence or demeanor. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but they don't tend. To, mm. I don't know if they're profane, per se. They're yeah, not. They're no, not something that would get you think... kicked off the telly. Like it's. But would would they be like? Are they ableist? Like the if oh, you're. No, no they're not um, like attack. I think like perhaps in some contexts there would be that. Um, mm-hmm. That perhaps the I think particularly. I, I had a conversation with my supervisor, who's an Irish speaker, about this one time about the progression mm-hmm. of the word for queer, and we were discussing whether or not 
that the reclamation of the word had happened in Irish and whether it had the same connotations in Irish, whether it was okay to use the word for queer. Um, and we, or like, we were just discussing it. Her research is around queer uh, studies and intersex people. Um, and so mm-hmm. we were discussing it um, kind of on our lunch break. And, you know, I think it's the same sort of with some words that maybe insult people's intelligence or, or mm-hmm. there right. might be perhaps ableist... I don't know, um, that they haven't had the same progression, say, that the English words have had. The one thing that English has, I don't know if it's in its favour, really, but like English was the language of the ascendancy and and the authority and the establishment. Mm. So when words when words were categorised, like, for example, the word moron has some very ableist undertones because it used to be used to categorise a certain form of insanity, Um, likewise, lunatic and things like that. In Ireland, um, the Irish language was never used in 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 that in the mid nineteenth century in lunatic asylums or in what became mental hospitals, mm-hmm. which became mental care facilities. The um, the like Irish wasn't used. English was the language of mm. administration and bureaucracy. So Irish avoided that that association. Yeah. Now there is the term ownshuk, which is problematic because it can only be referred to, to it can it means idiot, but it can only be used to refer to a woman. So it is gendered. Yeah. So therefore oh. as a gendered insult, it's probably best avoided. Right. When you can right, go yeah. for the gen you can go for the gender neutral Amadon or Lebede. So you don't need to go for ownshuk. And you know, it, yeah, it's English like, doesn't it's, have it's that like problem of gender. Of right. Yeah. You have to you have to really lean in if you want to say if you really want to get misogynistic and say stupid bitch you have to lean in and say it so it's a very conscious decision mm. with Ireland it's yeah. kind of just huh. it's it's just it's there it's sitting in the word and it's an unfortunate association yeah yeah huh so when you when you use those those swear like you said you don't really have much of swear words but that's when you're talking about how you would throw in some fucks and some English swears at the same time. Yeah, so if you yeah. wanted to if, if you wanted cussing. to say someone yeah, so if someone is being really stupid and really annoying you, you can call mm-hmm. them an Amadon. Amadon mm-hmm. is very useful, it means idiot. Um but if they're mm-hmm. really, really getting at you, you just say fucking Amadon. Okay. You know? yeah. So it's kind of yeah, like I would yeah. spell fucking F O C A I N rather than F U C K I N G. Yeah, we I'd make it and in my head it sounds like that. Yeah, we've hmm. Gaelicized it. Wait. It's ours now. Yeah. We fucking own yeah. it. F-O-C-K-A-I-N, did you say? No, K. There's no K. Oh, F-O-C-A-I-N. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, but I oh, can hear the K. difference huh. between fucking and fucking. I can yeah. hear which one is the Irish one and which one is the English one. <laughs> well, I I cannot. So that probably does not surprise you. <laughs> Oh, and on that fucking bombshell, um, <laughs> it has been it has been a, a rare and rude pleasure to chat with you, uh, Megan Figueroa. Could you tell us just a just a little bit about where we can catch the vocal fries if we want to become a subscriber or, yeah. or get your latest episodes? Yes, absolutely. You can find us wherever you normally get your your podcast, and we're on Twitter at at Vocal Fries Pod. Um, and yeah, uh, please, if you want to start off, you've never listened to us before. There's a whole episode on swearing where we just talk about how annoying it is that, you know, women are supposed to be ladies and not swear. So (laughs) there's that to, to kind of segue into the vocal fries if you've never heard us before. And I couldn't, I, I, I need to hop in here. I couldn't recommend it more. I have learned so much from listening to the vocal fries. I'm not a linguist, but I'm linguistic adjacent in my research. And it's so yeah. interesting. You learn so much. And I think you become a better person off it. Oh, what thing. And you can listen to Garrity's episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did an episode. Yeah. Yeah. I found girls real hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me, if you've never listened, maybe you should start with, with that episode. It's so good. Yeah, let me so. ease you into it and then go to the swearing. It's real good. You learn a lot. <laughs> That's it. Garadine McAvoy, the gateway drug to swearing. <laughs> I will take that and I will put that feather in my fucking hat. <laughs> well, just just before we wrap up, it's worth pointing out that we've made it through this entire podcast with a linguist and a linguist adjacent person and not one person has made a cunning linguist pun. So we should all be very proud Please. of us. Yes. Very proud yes. of ourselves for that one. <laughs> yes. Although I feel like that um, that sailor, or not the sailor, the, 
the Marine Corps uh, lady email. <laughs> with the great, great, <laughs> greatly offended by the asshole fucking. Um, kind yes. of <laughs> did it for us. <laughs> oh man, I hope I hope her professor subscribes for some reason says, you know what you should listen to? One singular episode of Mother Folklore. <laughs> the name will start us off. Okay. <laughs> oh. Well, it's been lovely. It's Thank been a fucking so pleasure. <laughs> 30 years in the Marine Corps and all she gets is this fucking podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, it's a slan wemsha. And a slan for me. And Megan Figueroa, thank you so much for being with us. We are delighted to have you. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Don't be an asshole, y'all. This episode was brought to you by our very loyal and brilliant and sexy and attractive Patreon supporters. If you want to become a Patreon supporter, just go to patreon.com forward slash Derek. It makes you 50% more attractive immediately, guaranteed. Terms and conditions apply, not a guarantee. Sorry. Um, uh, And thank you also to our wonderful producer, Brian, who I demeaned thoroughly in this episode. I'm sorry, Brian. I do love you. And to Kirsten Sheil, our wonderful artwork uh, person who does fantastic illustrations every episode. Thank you so much, guys. You're great. Derek O'Shea will be back in the host seat next week. So normal fucking service will resume. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Oh my aching hands from raking in grams and breaking in mic stands. 